Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sick Joke Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Mitchell. Before we get started, numbers have been growing on YouTube, but I need you guys to go and subscribe if you have not. YouTube.com slash Johnny Mitchell. Just go do that before you even get the episode going. Fucking go to your YouTube on your computer, your phone, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave us a comment, please. It helps us out a lot. And of course, the Patreon, patreon.com slash sick joke. One dollar gets you in. That is going to be ending soon, you guys, because we have a big announcement coming up. Uh, it is going to cost you more money. It might cost you $3 to sign up for the Patreon. And that is not a threat. That is a promise. So get in while you can. Patreon.com slash sick joke. We have one-on-ones. We have bonus content. We have bonus episodes. Uh, lots of good stuff stuff going on there uh patreon.com slash sick joke and of course please go to rockfin rockfin.com slash johnny mitchell those numbers have been kicking up big time we are going to be very soon putting exclusive content onto rockfin uh stuff that you're not going to be able to get for free and of course do me a favor i haven't plugged this in a while but uh go subscribe uh to us on itunes a lot of people still listen to the show about half the people that listen and support the sick joke podcast with johnny mitchell actually listen to the show still so go subscribe to us on itunes on spotify however you listen uh even if you watch it on youtube it helps us out if you go there and you leave a comment and you subscribe and you rate and review us uh helps us out tremendously let's get into the episode Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sick Joke Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Mitchell. What the fuck is going on? So Gavin Newsom is on Coke. <laughs> you heard that correctly. <laughs> I have it on good authority that governor of California, Gavin Newsom, does yayo. I'm going to put it out there right now. So I've been seeing this young lady, and she likes to powder her nose from time to time okay so i was giving her shit i said you know the, there could be fentanyl in it you know you're gonna die you know basic things that an old man says to a young stupid girl right she goes oh don't worry uh i get it from the same guy who sells to gavin newsom i said huh she goes yeah no we me and gavin newsom we have the same guy it's pure shit and at first i'm like there's no fucking way that's impossible. There's no fucking way that Governor Gavin Newsom buys Coke, buys and does Coke. And then I got to thinking about it more. Look at the budget of California. Look at the debt we're in. Look at the California debt is in the trillions of dollars. Okay. We have homeless encampments that look like something out of a John Steinbeck novel from the 30s. Okay. We are, uh, nobody knows where the money's going okay we pay 50 percent in taxes and nothing's getting done this guy spends money like a cokehead this guy this guy's that's where the money's going he's putting it up his nose dude this guy's this guy's fucking in in, in, a, in a nose full of powder when he should be dealing with the homeless crisis so i found that out the other day that was very interesting um 
just wanted to open with that. I don't know if we can get in trouble for those kind of slanderous remarks or not, but I'm going to go ahead and say that's 100% true. I'm going to go ahead and say that Governor Gavin Newsom, and he looks like a cokehead too. If you bring him up, he's a slick-haired fucking, he's one of these old-school politicos. Like, look at that guy. Yeah. Look at him. Oh, shit. Whoa. According to the SF Gate, City Hall uproar at cocaine claim. Angry Gavin Newsom blasts daily for bringing politics to a new low. Wow. Mayor Gavin Newsom categorically denied ever using cocaine Wednesday and blasted supervisor Chris Daly for raising the allegation during a packed board of supervisors meeting a day earlier, saying his city hall uh, arch enemy had brought San Francisco politics to a new low. Uh, where is the, is there any evidence? Of course, there isn't any evidence for this, but that's because. That's a claim back in 2007. Turn me up a little in the headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daly, a former housing rights activist who is loved by some for being a passionate advocate and disdained by others for having a heated temper, raised allegations during an impassioned speech Tuesday at a board hearing on a $6 million in proposed cuts by the mayor's office to next year's Department of Health. Blah, blah, blah. The supervisor, uh, slashing substance abuse treatment, (laughs) said Newsom was hypocritically slashing substance abuse treatment funds for poor people. (laughs) Of course, while he's using substance. Where does Gavin Newsom go? <laughs> Yo, this guy doesn't even know how funny he is. Oh my God. And this is from 2007, dude. And now in 2022, my little shorty is getting her blow from the same dealer that's feeding Gavin Newsom. That's hilarious. I mean, that's unreal. I mean, look at that. Look at that. Of course he is. Of course he, of course he's doing coke. This guy's like the playboy. He's like the new John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy of like that old school, like left wing political uh, cartel, if you will. You know, no pun intended. He looks like a grease ball. No, he's God damn it. He looks like uh, like John Calipari or one of these old school fucking like, you know, Ginzo fucking uh, basketball coaches. He's wearing rings and shit. You know what I mean? This guy has definitely been in some parties with some fucking white drugs, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, him and Arnold Schwarzenegger have fucking gone in on an eight ball. You know, and uh, had to had to dump a few hookers in the San Francisco Bay, dude. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh my God! And the supervisor, whose district includes the city's Tenderloin South Market neighborhood, says Newsom, yeah, was had slashed. Uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, so there you go. So that's that's some L.A. shit. That's the most L.A. You know, I'm making it in the town when I'm dating chicks who have the same blow dealers as Governor Gavin Newsom. You know. Hilarious. Um, so yeah, that's where we are. I, uh, uh, you know, the, the, this can't sustain itself. I just read today that the housing, the housing market is finally cooling off, meaning nobody can afford houses anymore. The crash is coming, baby. The crash is fucking coming. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Luis, by the way, what the fuck happened yesterday? I just want to tell the fans, for the fans listening, Luis is unraveling. Like he's he's like is he got an accident on the way over here to do the podcast. What the fuck happened? Yeah, so I was driving to go get gas before I set off to the pod, Mm -hmm. and as I'm passing the gas, I was right there on. Nobody uh, cares where you were. Get to the story, Glendale. But I was trying to make a right at a 
stoplight, and then I stop, and then there's this guy that's trying to make uh, the light. So yeah. He pushes as hard as he can, and I'm barely stopping, so then I have to stomp on my brakes. Right. And then, boom, I skid forward and then just smack the back of his, uh, <laughs> of his and, trunk. And then he sped off? And then, oh, yeah, homeboy looked, like, straight from the Pueblo of Mexico. Like, he got out the car, looked at his thing, looked at me, and just went, <laughs> That's the most Mexican shit I've ever heard. Two people with no insurance <laughs> look at each other's cars after an accident see that the cars are still functioning, say nothing, and drive the fuck off. One of them speeds off, and the other Mexican says, I'm not even going to pursue this because I don't have insurance either. <laughs> yeah, I, it's because I didn't, I didn't think that, um, you know, or I know the process is getting the cops involved in this, that, and I didn't feel like doing all of that or calling anybody. So I if you called the cops in L.A. right now to report that you had been in an accident, They'd say, okay, hang on. Somebody will be there in 2024 to assist you. <laughs> Do you think the cops give a good goddamn? They just let some kid that shot a motherfucker to death or some woman got killed in the crossfire, uh, you know, of some gang shootout. They let the kid out with no bail. They just let him out on his own reconnaissance. I don't think uh, I don't think a couple of Mexican guys uh, with no insurance is going to warrant much attention. <laughs> Call me crazy. This is this is cokehead Gavin Newsom's California. That's why I can't wait. Uh, you know, I don't know, dude. I mean, that's that's when you got, when you have a guy who's when you have a guy who's doing coke and trying to run your city. I think he's doing coke with Mayor Garcetti too, personally. Uh, honestly, I think most of them are off. The I I don't know where I don't know where Garcetti has been. I think I mean, we have not heard from the guy in 2 years. We haven't heard from the guy in 2 years. I don't know after the Black Lives Matter protests, he simply said, "You know what? I'm going to go on vacation until the election." I I'm going to go I I I can't be I'm going to go I'm going to go hole up in some hacienda in Colombia, and just and just powder my nose uh, until I'm out of office. And I believe he got I believe he got appointed to some like uh, overseas ambassador job. Like he's out. You know what I mean? But nobody knows who's in charge. Like nobody nobody's in charge here in L.A. And I don't think really anybody's in charge of California. Gavin Newsom's talking about giving in response to the gas prices. He's talking about giving out. $400 debit cards to everybody. I, this is what Hugo Chavez was doing in Venezuela in the early early 2000s. Now Venezuela is running like a fucking 200% inflation. Uh, people are starving. And yeah, that's what, and I'm sure, and guess what they produce out of Venezuela? A lot of cocaina, you know? <laughs> you cannot have people, I and look, he's probably a fun guy. He's probably, Gavin Newsom's probably a fun guy. Why doesn't he just go into real estate? Then you can do all the coke you want. You know, if I see Gavin Newsom, that's a guy I want to party with. That's a guy who's like, I want to fuck his wife, you know, and I want to let him fuck my wife. Like he's a swinger, but not good. Not good when you're controlling the purse of the biggest, the biggest economy, the eighth biggest economy in the world. Not good. And then half of his family is like into politics too, so I'm sure those motherfuckers. Well, I, I think the Newsoms are related somehow. Gavin Newsom was married to somebody that was related to the Kennedys. Uh, 
So they're an entrenched political family. So that's why, like during the the lockdown, <coughs> that's why he can lock everything down and tell every nobody they can operate business. They can't go outside. You can only go to the grocery store and back to your house. And then he gets caught having a dinner party with no masks at his restaurant, the French Laundry in uh, in Napa Valley. And then he could just be like, hey, I didn't know. <laughs> but then they're like, dude, that this was literally your rule. He's like, I know, but I forgot. I forgot. And we just got in a new batch. We just got in a new batch straight from the border. Okay. We I my assistants are on deck with fentanyl strips. Okay. We found out that it was pure. What are we supposed to do? Everybody's locked down. We got nothing to do. And we got a whole fucking kilo of nose candy of fucking bam bam booga sugar right charlie c bam bam i haven't heard that one this is what this is the man who's in charge of california so anyways uh yeah dude let's fucking get to it man the american song contest this is the name I almost crashed my car the other day as I was driving down Fairfax and I saw the billboard. I saw Snoop's face on the billboard. I can't go anywhere without seeing Snoop, by the way. I saw Snoop Dogg's face on the billboard of the American Song Contest. This is this is where we're at, people. This is entertainment. They couldn't even call it American Idol. Like there's no they can't even call it cuz someone was like idols offensive. This is where we're at. The American Song Contest. This is this is as edgy as the heads of the networks are willing to go. <laughs> Hosted by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. Let's just watch a little bit of this fucking uh, disaster. Every great song has its own kind of vibe. Just like the streets they come from. Now all that music from across America will go head to head one state. Every state and territory will compete live for your votes. In the biggest televised music event you've ever seen. America's next great hit. God, I missed when he killed people. Can I get Snoop Dogg gangbanging again? Michael Bolton. This is all they have left. This is all superstars have left. Judging, judging fucking generic song contest. Cisco. I'm sorry, Cisco. The thong song. It's it's good on their agents. Okay, can I say this? Good on their representatives. Okay, because Cisco has not worked since 2001, and they're like, dude buddy 20 years later you're you're lit you're working at in and out burger and you live in a studio apartment guess what we got a new we got a fucking gig for you the american song contest you're back baby what cisco this is this is all this is all we have left it's 
it's the age of nostalgia that wasn't even a good age. The sis the thong song was a disaster. I mean, I remember hearing that like sophomore year in high school. And at that moment realizing, oh, the empire is crumbling. The empire is collapsing. The Chinese are going to see this and exploit it. Two decades later, and I'm correct. Finish this out, I guess. This fucking jizz through a camera. Puerto Rico's not a state. Yeah, so somebody in a boardroom was like, okay, so we got this idea. It's essentially, it's American Idol. Any ideas? And they had a, they had a boardroom full of executives and what they came up with was American Song Contest. Look at how many views. Oh, this is on their YouTube page. 10,000 views. <laughs> From a, a show on NBC. 10,000 views. 330 likes. This is NBC. The National Broadcasting Corporation. Got, has 10,000 views. My reels on Instagram do more than that. This is what I've been trying to tell you, people. It's over. Nothing, le nothing left on traditional TV is, is even watchable. This is not even... You, this is an act of war. This is, a, this is genocide. What's happening in uh, Ukraine with the war? With, this, is, this is akin to civilians being slaughtered by Russians fleeing Kiev, Kiev. Wow. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then, of course, you know, we have the Netflix comedy special coming up in Los Angeles um, featuring, you know, uh, comedians who uh, it's 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 a revolving door of the same comics, right? Like, how many times can we hear Bill Burr? Yeah, I'm just going to go in this morning. I don't give a shit. Like, Bill Burr's got to hang up his skates. Louis C.K. has got to hang up his skates. Sebastian, same thing. How many times are we just going to hear from the same fucking cadre of comedians who are great, by the way, who are, are some of the great, you know, the greatest comedians in the world, right? But how many times can we hear Bill Burr's take about feminism? How many specials? How many hours, right? We have nothing new coming out of his mouth, you know? So it's the same comedy is in the same kind of fucking purgatory. So you have the guys at the top that are just have the game in such a smash, right? And are sucking up all the business by saying the same things over and over again, recycled, right? And then you have the up and comers, okay? The people that the Netflix and Comedy Central are trying to put on who have no opinions, right? You have these cool guy comics the, the get up there, cool guy, and cool girl comics to get up there. And they do about three minutes of like stuttering. Uh, 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 I'm awkward. 
uh, setups for like a mediocre punchline payoff. That's it. That's it. So you have these people coming up, uh, and it's it's just a disaster. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody. But but then when you go online, the numbers don't lie. The only thing that's honest is the internet, because that's the that's the true freedom. The freedom is in no. I don't have to go watch the American Song Contest or some like hip. Uh, lesbian asian comedian that's being put on by the industry i can go you know watch andrew schultz johnny mitchell on a on a very reduced scale johnny mitchell andrew schultz chris de stefano right i have total freedom but clearly we can't handle freedom in this country it's still not working it's still not it's, it, it, you know, I don't know. Maybe we should just go back to the American Song Contest, right? Like, maybe that's what entertainment should be. This is, this is Chinese shit. The Americans, this is what they consume in Asia almost exclusively. The American Song Contest, right? All of their shit's regulated by the government, okay? Uh, they, this is what they consume. They consume Tom Cruise movies, Will Smith movies, which we'll get to in a sec, and on television, the Americans or the Chinese song contest. And that's all the Chinese communist party allows, right? Is ha 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 ha. Oh my God. Look at, look at a bunch of bright lights and singing, singing, right? And guitar playing and positivity. Meanwhile, the Uyghur Muslims are starving to death in the concentration camps that we put them in. Do you see what I mean? So that's why it's so that's why it's so important to never watch this kind of crap, you know? So that's why so really the numbers don't lie. And you know, you even watch podcasts like No Jumper. I mean, these trash ghetto uh, you know, abominations. It's it's still democracy though because nobody's going to force them. Sure the algorithm boosts them, but nobody goes nobody's no executives are taking up airway time by playing no jumper or andrew schultz you know what i mean this is people actually have to actively go seek it same with joe rogan right that's why cnn hates him so much because cnn cannot control doesn't have a a monopoly on what people see anymore and they hate it because you have to go seek out joe rogan and 11 million people on average do that every week so so the American, so go watch the American Song Contest on NBC. You and ten thousand other people will watch the American Singing co- Song Contest. Couldn't couldn't be called the Singing Contest, the Song Contest. Um, oh, and this is what I want to talk about before we get to the fucking before we get to Will, dude. Farah Abraham. This is what I'm talking about, people. This so this broad. Luis, explain who she was. Yeah, is she was on Teen Mom uh, back in like 2009. Maybe Talking like, to the mic. She was back. She was on Teen Mom back in like 2009, and she was known for being like the stupid bratty bitch that's you know has a dude over all right. The time. And Teen Mom was a just that a reality show about Teen Moms, legitimately. And they all lived in a house. 
the uh yeah i can't remember the exact episode and like how her life went but basically she was known for being bratty and annoying sure and got, well uh, most teen teenage women teenage girls are so i'm talking her on another level like she was like getting mad at her mom for not bringing the right milk and sure sure her. are these rich teen moms i feel like these are wealthy uh, teen these moms are actually like very very not <laughs> like financially stable people that were on the show well, that's interesting, at least. Like a couple of like welfare babies. Like yeah, that's no, what I want. Like a couple of ghetto pregnant bitches. Because that's no fun when they're rich, that, you know? That's why it was such a big hit because it was actually real. And like this lady, after that, started grabbing like uh, these different interview opportunities and being super superficial on them. Yeah. And just got that reputation. And then she started falling off. And that's when she came out. With okay. And that's when she came out. And that's when she made a porn. Okay, so this is what we're going to watch, and we unfortunately, we can't show it, but I encourage everybody to go to X videos and look up Farrah Abraham's sex tape. Uh, audio or no audio? Uh, I think we can play audio. Okay. <clears throat> and this is from what year? This is from, let's see if we can find that. Because it seems like a while ago. Yeah, this was more than like maybe a decade ago. Maybe okay. less than a decade. Maybe. So this is ago. after her. Okay. So let's let's just let's just just show me the the tidbits. Let's just jump scene to scene. Hmm. Bad sound. Oh, it's James Dean. Is it? Oh, the fucking sausage king, Jimmy Dean himself, dude. Yeah. Now, this is when it, porn star James Dean was making, like, was, like, making a run. Right. He was the Bill Burr of I'm porn from 2009 <laughs> to about 2016. And then, which I believe he got Me Too'd after that. Oh, wow. Which, how do you get Me Too'd as a, as a porn, porn star? star yeah. Like, you really got to be a creep. There we go. Hmm. Taking it in her ass, I think, now. Keep it here. <laughs> Press isn't that fat. It's pretty bad, though. Asshole's a little hairy. Seriously. <laughs> 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 like mid So hold on. So they just take interludes? I they take interludes so. of this porno to like I don't know. Like and go over like the, like to say lines? Look, there's one of her yeah, it's like a vlog of her just getting fucked throughout the night. This is a mom. This is a this is a mother. This is somebody who This is somebody who exploited herself once on reality television with her young child, somebody she was bringing into the world, right? Like that's what having children is. It's it's raising them to become productive citizens of a society and so you start the kid's life out by putting it on on trash reality television which is the porno of television right right and you say no that's not enough 
I need to now go get fucked on camera to keep my buzz going. Keep it playing. Keep it playing. I want to see a money shot here. So she's just getting... Look, this is how annoying she is. James Dean's already like, bitch, I'm done with you. Only anal from here on out because you piss me off so much. She has nothing to say. Okay, play it through. I can't. I can't listen to two the fucking musings of two porn stars. <laughs> like that. Yeah, That's brilliant. So yeah. Shit. Just a meeting of the minds right here. Well, she was hot back in the day. We'll say. They start getting all this surgery and shit. So flash forward. I think we get the point. Hold on. Let's just watch the end just for our own fun. Let's see how this ends. So now she's fucking herself in the back of a limo, which nobody rides in a limo anymore, I must say. Like, this is nobody rode in a limo after 2010. Yeah. What the fuck? fuck? You're so annoying. I'll have somebody else fuck your ass while I beat you up. That's hilarious. Wait, I don't get it. And it's just jumping around. Like, there's no chronology to this. Yeah, I guess they started off in their bedroom and on a night out, they fuck each other in the limo. Go to the end. Go to the fucking very end. Like I keep asking you to do. That's the end of it? Oh, wow. So that so what a... Backdoor Teen Mom. What a stupid... So go check out Backdoor Teen Mom with Farrah... Uh, Abraham. Abraham. She's calling herself Farrah Superstar in this. Um... So, yeah, so flash forward, she got out of rehab. Surprise, surprise. Hey, surprise, she had an issue with substance. Can you believe it? Can you believe a woman that would be on a reality show and then make a porn to get her buzz back uh, had a substance abuse problem? <laughs> she, she just got out of rehab and announced, drum roll, she's doing stand-up comedy. She has come out on TMZ recently, uh, this week, in fact, uh, telling TMZ that she uh, wants to make a run in stand-up comedy. Why do I even bother? What kind of art form have I chosen to pursue? I mean, it, nobody gives a good goddamn about the art form if... if and you know what? She's going to be doing rooms. She's going to be up at the Hollywood Improv. I promise you, as the fucking sun will shine in the morning, Farah Abraham will be doing spots before me at the Hollywood Improv. <laughs> Pull up that fucking TMZ video. Yeah, dude, these fucking... Mongoloids, look at him. Look at that woman. She looks it's like a gargoyle. Holy shit! Now it's inhuman, dude. No, no, she actually looks like. Uh, I'm not gonna cry because I'm just so happy that I'm 
but last time I like broke out in really bad crying and was just having like midlife crisis. But it happened. What did you learn in your time there? Um, I. Oh, she's gonna be a killer on stage, dude. Doing fun brain scans, she says. <laughs> what, like child support? Like, hey, the court taking your kids away? New career steps. Here we go. Nice. Nice. Hey, you know who does comedy the best? Chicks with so much plastic surgery, they can't close their mouths all the way. Nice. Oh, meeting with Howie Mandel. Do you have a first show? Maybe in some of the festivals coming up. I'm not going to Sure, the Netflix comedy special. She will be there. I'm going to have some fun with everyone. But I'm really blessed that I can get over my fear of people that I was having. And now I can like... Great fear of people. And like overcome it and be on stage. So that's like... I'm just blessed to be able to do it. Do you have a set ready or are you just writing it with Howie Mandel? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what my mom did. That's what my mom did after she had me. She, we we went on a reality show in the eighties, uh, and then she she and her big fat bush uh, made a porn. That's what she did. Yeah. Mm. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could check out Farrah Abraham uh, at the Comedy Store. <laughs> at the Comedy Store. Uh, following, uh, you know, Chris Rock. Yeah, see, there we have it, folks. I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? It's like, she's really going to, she's really sitting down today with Howie Mandel at a coffee bean in West Hollywood, okay? And Howie Mandel, legendary Howie Mandel, uh, is is being paid, you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of cheese this broad has, but enough to get Howie Mandel, who, by the way, has more money than God. I mean, he's been on American Idol for like 50 years. Doesn't need the money. Howie's sitting down with her and is is with a notebook and is is saying, okay, we want to talk about your life. Like, what's funny about your life? And she's saying, um, well, there's so many funny stories. <laughs> there's so many funny stories. Where do I begin? Is it getting, is it getting fucking defiled anally uh, <laughs> by James Dean? Oh, my God. Let me tell you. And a log of shit came out on set. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, it was crazy. And how he's like, and how he's looking at her over his green tea muffin saying, <laughs> Mm, okay, yeah, we can do that. I, I mean, this is this is this makes me ashamed that I ever went into stand up comedy. I mean, did I did I did I take a wrong did I take the wrong fork in the road? Do you know what I mean? Like you look at this and you think, well, you know, I mean, I guess presidents could say that. Donald Trump ran for office. Joe Biden is leading the nation. Uh I mean, anybody can do anything now. There's no division of anything. There's no division of labor. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, God damn, I got out of prison. I should have went and got a job. <laughs> I thought stand-up comedy was this fucking, 
was this art form, was this fucking dark outlaw art form that only a few people had the balls or the craziness to go do. And now I see, boy, boy, was I overthinking it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there you have it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, comedians should just do comedy for the internet. Comedians should just do comedy for the internet and Joe Rogan should really just start his own network. Like that's the last hope. That's what Joe Rogan needs to do. He's, he's got enough money. He needs to start like a paywall, right? Like, don't you think he needs to like, like the way that uh, gas digital and the Legion of skanks have their own network, right? It's gasdigital.com. It needs to be Joe Rogan.com. And then everybody is just free to use all the ethnic slurs they want. They, and anybody can do like only edgy, only good comedy because more people would watch that than most Netflix specials. Oh, by the way, Jeff Foxworthy saw him on a billboard the other day. Give him a next, give him a Netflix special. You might be a redneck if you don't know your pronouns. Yeah, pull him up. Jeff Foxworthy. Give him 20 million. Get when are these guys going to die? Like I, I always used to say, dude, uh, what do I always say in this podcast? There needs to be a cap on when politicians are allowed to be politicians anymore. Like you should not be allowed. You should not be allowed to run for office after 60. Let's, let's apply that to comedy. Jeff Foxworthy stick to the casino market, dude. What are you doing? Stick to playing Hara's Casino in Vegas for, you know, boomers that wear socks with flip-flops. That's fine. That's fine. That's a good market. Stick with that market. Nobody wants to see you on Netflix. Nobody's watching this shit. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? What are you doing? And this includes... Bill Burr, and yes, my idol, Louis C.K., enough. And actually, to his credit, I heard Bill Burr say this the other day. He said, I want to actually retire from comedy. Like, I'm, I'm going to retire from comedy because I don't want to be Jeff Foxworthy. I don't, wanna, I don't want my face to be on a billboard when I drive to Palm Springs. Like, hey, come see me at the Mirage right next to the fucking, uh, right next to the slots. You're going to go see Bill Burr. Like, no. Like, how many times can we hit the same premise and he's one of the greats but there's a limitation to this art form there's a limitation pull up pull up jeff foxworthy's netflix special trailer let's just fucking let's just see what kind of brilliance he's got going so one night i'm sitting at home flipping through one of my wife's travel magazines and i found an article trying to teach other women how to pack for a 10-day trip using only a carry-on suitcase let me repeat that a woman ha that's the punchline my wife couldn't pack for a nudist colony in a carry-on suitcase my wife will start pulling clothes out of the closet and she'll lay them on the bed like flat Stanley mannequins and she just stares at them. Sometimes she'll call me and come here, I need your help. Okay, I am down to these two outfits. Which one do you like the best? One on the left. Are you kidding me? I love that one on the left. 
Right. Now, I don't know what Honesty is his only policy. Oh, yeah, he really goes there. I like how they're branding Jeff Foxworthy as the honest comic. Uh, is, is any of this making sense? Is any of this making sense what I'm saying? The dinosaurs need to go extinct. Do you see what I mean? There's a reason. At a certain point, you just lose your funny. If you've been, and Jeff Foxworthy, by the way, was a beast back in the day. He was a beast. But comedy is a, it's got an age limit. It's got an expiration date for everybody. That includes Joey Diaz, dude. The guy can barely talk now with a kid. Apparently, Coke, you can't just quit doing Coke and go back to normal after fucking smoking crack and doing blow for 20 years. Joey Diaz can barely, I mean, the guy sounds like he's 55 and he sounds like how my grandfather sounded at 90. There's just, you lose your instrument. You lose your fucking energy. You lose your point of view, especially when you're Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. I mean, the guy's had, the guy's been worth hundreds of millions since the fucking early 90s. Stick to horrors, dude. Stick to horrors. Let the young guns come up and get a piece. Right? But here's the thing. They see the end coming. Their accountants are like, dude, we're at 10% inflation. Your fortune just took a hit. Our stocks just took a fucking 20% dive uh, based, based off the war in Ukraine. We need to get something going. And they say, yeah, put in a call. Put in a call. There's nothing left in the institutions that's new. They don't want to break anybody new unless it's a cool guy. Brian Simpson would be the exception. Comedian Brian Simpson just stole the fucking the 15 minutes, uh, the Netflix 15 minutes earlier this year. He's one of the few new guys that's good that the industry kind of broke. You know what I mean? And that's it. And that's it. Right? Bill Burr, Louis C.K. Keep naming him. Keep naming him. How many times do we need to hear from Sebastian? Right? How many times do we need to hear from Pete Holmes? Legendary Pete Holmes that's uh just cucks. Just cucked his way and had Judd Apatow fucking, you know, basically give him the Donald Trump Jr. Uh, red carpet up to the, the upper echelons of show business. How many times, at least Judd Apatow had the fucking, the foresight to say, okay, I'm done being in front of the camera. I stink, you know? How many times, right? And that's what, and, and go to a comedy club. Go to a comedy club and see Brian Callen, right? Brian Callen was a beast. Go to a comedy club and see these guys. Go to a fucking casino and see Jeff Foxworthy. But why do we need to see them uh, recycled by the industry that's supposed to be like coming up with this new shit, that's supposed to be leading the way, that's supposed to be the dis disruptor, you know? Fuck, man. So, you know, everybody's got a new hour, right? Everybody's got a new hour. But I get it, dude. There's that much money on the line. You know, you take your bag, I guess. But holy fuck. God bless Andrew Schultz. God bless the Legion of Skanks for leading the revolution on the internet. My God. And God bless Daddy Joe Rogan, you know? I don't know. And Rogan's one of those guys. I don't know if he is going to come out with another hour. I think he'll keep doing stand-up. I think he'll keep doing arenas. Why not? 
but I don't, I think he's kind of reaching the point now where he's like, yeah, I don't know if I need to have my stand up recorded anymore. I mean, you know, who knows? He's competitive as shit. He'll probably come out with a new hour, but it's going to be a minute. Give it five years. I like that. I like when the fucking legends let it breathe for five, seven, 10 years even. Why do we need to hear from you every year? Why do we need to hear from you? There's, there's, not, there's nothing new you can tell us. Or else you become Jeff Foxworthy, so rich and out of touch that you're talking about how your, your wife packs for a trip to Greece. Well, uh, uh, the people who watch you are like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to pay my car note this month. I don't know how to pay my car note this month, and my kids are on pills. My kid's got a DUI and I can't sleep without Percocet. But please, tell me tell me the burden of your wife packing for your trip to your private island. Um so let's get to the fucking news of the day, dude. Let's get to the news of the day. I didn't want to talk about Will Smith anymore. I thought we had pretty much covered uh the fact that this is a broken man, uh exploited and uh homosexual uh cucked out by his wife uh incapable of a decision without her i thought we'd been over this right uh he so he gets banned for what 10 years Luis. yeah well he was banned from he was banned from the oscars for a decade this just came out uh he, he did come out with an apology to chris rock uh all that being said we thought this was the end of the saga we thought he might go away for a little bit we thought he might tell his people, look, shut the phones down and any videos that surface of me, take them off. Nope. This comes out. Now, what is this? This is surfacing this surf. I don't know who put this out, so right? This was Jada's Alive from a long time ago. Okay. Okay. So they didn't actually put this out. Uh, through Instagram Live. So they clipped it and it just... So somebody else clipped it though. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And this is following... This is following the, the interview they had on Facebook Live, The Red Table, two years ago. Okay, let's watch it. You know Esther Perel is coming to the Turn table. it up. She's going to be at The Red Table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh if you could film Esther, me. Esther, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. This is a guy that's... No, no, she... Yeah, because she... Don't just... Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start rolling. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Please watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? I'm I'm astonished. I'm astonished. I mean, look at the fear in this man's eyes. Play it again. Play it again without when they zoom in. When they zoom in. Now that is a hostage. That is not a husband. That is a that is a man hostage in his own house. Okay? That sprawling Calabasas palace that he bought. He bought. Jada Pinkett was doing uh, NBC procedural shows. 
This motherfucker was selling $100 million tentpole films to China. And this evil woman, this evil woman is reducing. Look at the fear in that man's eyes. Zoom in. Play it. Play it. Look at that. Look at that. Fear, dude. Fear. Now, 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 this is, this is a guy that wants to commit violence against his wife. This is what, do you, do you see, do you see when he gets, this is, these are the telltale signs when you say, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? Am I going to kill this bitch? Am I going to cry? Am I going to, he's either going to cry or he is going to, or he is going to use some of the moves that he learned on set against his wife. Probably what he should have done but he took it out on Chris Rock instead. Can we say that? This is a broken individual. This is a broken man. This is a man who has lost himself. This is a man who many years ago forgot what it was like to be an individual. This is a man who is so utterly afraid of his wife that he he can she did she respects him so little that he politely asked her to please not film them in the privacy of their own house she said oh how about i don't give a fuck what you think and went ahead and did it anyways and he did nada in the house that he bought this is the man this is not a man. This is a victim. This is a victim of psychological abuse. Who, by the way, brought on by himself. Because you you tr- you teach people how you want them to treat you. I've learned. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. You teach people with the way you behave about how they should treat you. And this is a man who's got some secrets. This is a man who may or may not be on film doing gay shit and Jada has the combination to the safe. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what he's this is a man who is being blackmailed. This is a man who for decades has been blackmailed by his own wife who threatens to go public. And this is a man who has who is being bent over and and treated like a prison bitch. Yeah. Right? And here's and what were we talking about the other day? What does he say? My social media is my bread and butter. Why? Why is that your bread and butter? You are Will Smith. You have been independently wealthy since 1995. I mean, you were the lead of a sitcom that was syndicated that went, what, seven or eight seasons? That was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? It was from like 89 to 95 or something like that. It was like seven seasons. What sitcoms paid back then? The kid was probably getting, starting, 50 grand an episode, right? By the end, he was probably getting 250 grand an episode. You know what I'm saying? Then syndication. You're, you're a millionaire by the time you are 27 years old. Then, then add another 15 franchise movies. My guy, 
You're worth, just do a quick 148 episodes. The, the kid was worth millions off of a TV show. Then he went and made another quarter of a billion over the next 10 years. Why is social media your bread and butter? Your bread and butter is your bank account. <laughs> what? You make more money in one month off interest than my parents have made in a lifetime. And my parents own a summer home. What do you mean you're social? Oh, but I need the, the, the money that I make off of Instagram reels. What are you, a desperate comedian? Will Smith, what is the matter with you? Hey, you know what? Do you know what? I actually like Will Smith. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm being real and a motherfucker, I like Will Smith. I do. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a soft, sweet, homosexual man. I feel for him. I feel for, and what he did the other week, what he did last week to Chris Rock at the Oscars is just, just like how the economy and everything in the world and the collapse of the American empire is not an overnight one-off incident. It is a fucking powder keg that's been building and pre being pressurized for decades and decades and decades. And finally it's about to explode that's what happened to Will Smith. Now, can we play that interview where she says, I don't want to, I never wanted to be married to him. This is telling by the way. Oh, by the way, some Jada Pinkett's mother evidently is, uh, in doing the interview. I mean, this bitch looks like Jada. If Jada had a meth problem. Okay. Let's play it. You're telling me that's not, that's Jada Pinkett's mom. Is it not? I mean, it looks like Ellen if Ellen was in blackface. Hold on, pause it, pause it. So this is Jada's, is this like their relationship coach? Okay, so, and do we know who the fuck that, so she's, she clearly, clearly she knows the, this family well, right? So she goes back decades with this family, right? Because they're talking about how uh, they consulted her before the wedding. So this, you know, they go back decades. Um, okay, so this makes sense. So there is, she's either some kind of guru or some kind of life coach or some kind of family friend. Uh, she's an actor. She's an actor. Yeah, oh, interesting. So is she a friend to uh, cl clearly though they have uh, some kind of history with them anyways let's that's her mom. What? Yeah, that's her mom. That is her mom. That's her mom. Jesus, you are the most worthless producer sometimes. I'm making jokes about how that's Jada Pinkett's mom and you're like, "Yeah, funny. It's literally her mother." Okay, so go back. So this is a family this is a family that's got a legacy in Hollywood. Okay, so this makes sense. So Jada Pinkett is an entrenched Hollywood figure. So, and Will Smith is actually from West Philadelphia, didn't know anybody in the business. That's why he is, even though he is broken and full of secrets, he's still somewhat of a normal human being where Jada is just a full lizard person at this point. I mean, she grew up surrounded by the evil, we'll say. So that... That kind of makes sense. Okay, so so play from the beginning. I really didn't want to get married, but... We only got married because Gammy was crying. <laughs> well, Gammy... Gammy. 
remember the rejection of the idea of a wedding. I didn't want but a wedding either. Yeah, I was wedding. like, I don't want to get married. And now Gammy done gone to Will crying about, <laughs> I don't want to have a wedding. And Is that Willow Smith, the daughter? Yeah. Really, I just wanted to Looks like Jamie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no shit. Wow, pause. Did you see that fucking phony Will Smith laugh? I mean, I mean, this is a, oh my God, what a nightmare. And I'm sure his ma, his mother-in-law is a fucking cunt too. Oh my God, that's a good looking couple, but man, man, just how many marriages, how many marriages start off with the bride or the groom being like, at the altar being like this is a fucking mistake this is a oh this is for the rest of my life this is a this feels wrong and so you've got you've got will smith sitting down surrounded by his family telling him to his face this has been a mistake and i knew it from day one and this poor man can't do shit but put on his best actor face and laugh it off hey the wedding was terrible i was miserable isn't that funny huh isn't that funny sweetheart kind of looks like the same laugh uh 20 years or no i get two years later at the oscars when chris rock makes an alopecia joke and you know what i think i think will actually thought it was funny I think he did. I think he said, yeah, roast that fucking cunt. Ro Go in, Chris. Roast that fucking twat whore cunt that sleeps in the at a different room in the house that I bought her. I'm sorry, what is this? Oh, uh, so this is uh, how Jada threw Will Smith under the bus. It doesn't end. I don't need protection. Shada throws husband Will Smith under the bus for overreacting at the Oscars. London. It was a slap that shook the Oscars. Get my wife's name out your mouth. Yada, yada, yada. Jada Smith broke her silence. Not, not apologizing to Chris. Not standing up for her husband. Not, uh, not taking any accountability for the madness that she's driven her husband to. All she has to say is, I don't need protection. Women are evil, dude. Some women, I, you want to talk about evil, evil pussy. But as the great Patrice O'Neill says, said, rest in peace, huh? Rest in peace. He was obese. He had diabetes. He had it coming, right? Just like Will Smith had this coming. He had this coming because... No matter how evil the pussy is, no matter how unfair it is, as Patrice said, it's your fault. You being the man. Yo, your woman acting up, it's your fault. Yo, your woman being unfair to you, that's your fault. Seriously. Oh, your woman's lying, that's your fault. Right? Oh, she, she treated you like shit? Yo, that's your fault. Huh? Food for thought. If you take one thing away from this podcast today, people, you remember it's your fault, right? Okay. And I had to remember that with my ex. 
I was like, oh, it's so unfair. She betrayed me. Hey, that's my fault. That's my fault for not seeing the signs. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Maybe it was an honest mistake. I, maybe I just chose wrong. Or maybe I taught her how to treat me and I taught her poorly. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Yeah. So Will Smith doesn't deserve any of it, but he had all of it coming. By the way that he taught them how to treat, he taught his wife and his mother-in-law and his kids throughout the years how to treat him, which was like a fucking doormat, you know? You have all the money in the world, but you still get treated. I mean, it's crazy. It's like, buddy, you, you're a movie star. And, and, and the only logical conclusion to all of this is that she's got secrets about him. She's got secrets, and rightly, he is terrified that she could leak these secrets. I mean, look at how fucking crazy she's proving herself to be, right? So, because when you're 23 years old, whenever he got married to her, the kid's already a fucking sensation. He's, a, he's, he's already an international movie star or TV star, right? Soon-to-be movie star. He did, uh, I think he did Independence Day, the last, the last year that they filmed Fresh Prince, I think that's when he did Independence Day, and that's when he became, you know, a phenom, a, a box office. He became like the Tom Cruise, right? Like this is one percenter, uh, the leading man, right? You could have anybody, but you chose to stay with this bald-headed, crazy fucking lizard pussy bitch. No titty, have an ass. No hair, have an ass. No, no butt, have an ass. What? Why? Whoa, you got a kid with her? So what? Gives a shit. Your kids are fucking, your kids look like lizards too. Your kids look like uh, fetal alcohol syndrome babies. Their eyes are too far apart. These look like aliens. Pay it out. It's fine. Money. Money solves it. Or you'd think, you'd think. She looks like a black version. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Click on that avatar. Holy shit. Oh my God, his kids look like fucking Avatar, dude. Willow Smith looks like Avatar. Wow. Truly evil eggs, dude. Truly evil eggs coming out, running in the Pinkett line. So there you have it, people. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, support the Patreon. Patreon.com slash sick joke. Uh, the porn star is in town. We're trying to get her on. Uh, you know, it, you never want to have, you know, after watching, I'm sorry, Farrah Abraham's porn, you're like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be near these people ever again. I went out with this porn star on Sunday to have dinner. She was in town. This is the one that if you're a longtime fan of the show, you'll know I went and fucked her last year in Vegas. No surprise, whatever, whatever it is, what it is. It's all out there. Uh, you know, having to spend one dinner with this person, you're, you're like, oh, you're, I would rather, I'd rather talk to Willow Smith. I would rather, I'd, I sincerely would rather take a vacation with Willow Smith and hear her opinion on Bitcoin versus fiat currency, as opposed to spending one hour with you at dinner, you, you empty wrecked human being. That being said, it's always fun to talk about porn. So we're going to try to get her on the next Patreon episode, patreon.com slash sick joke. Uh, 
We will see you next week. Stay down. Remember, remember my words, people. That goes for women too. That goes for women too. You teach your partner, your friends, your associates, your coworkers, you teach them how to treat you. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. (laughs) 